Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. This is Bloomberg Daybreak Europe for this Thursday, the 23rd of February in London. Coming up today... Headed for higher ground, Fed officials lean towards more rate rises. A Brexit deal dividend. The Chancellor's economic advisor tells us an agreement could offer a meaningful boost to investment. Firing a warning shot, the US says it's watching closely to see if China gives Russia military aid. Meta may swing the axe once more. BT calls Hunt's tax raid drastically anti investment and research suggests women are working two months for free. Those are the stories we're looking at in today's papers and I'm Leanne Gerrans. Plus, breaking the glass ceiling, we talked to the famed investor Helena Morrissey about her plan to get more women into top finance jobs. That's all straight ahead on Bloomberg Daybreak Europe. The business news you need to start your day in just one 15-minute podcast on Apple, Spotify, the Bloomberg Business app, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Good morning, I'm Stephen Carroll. And I'm Caroline Hepke. Here are the stories that we're following today. Strong demand is still pushing US prices higher. That's the latest from New York Fed President John Williams, who's signalling more rate hikes may be on the horizon. Price stability is, in fact, the foundation of economic prosperity. Without price stability, uh, all of the other goals that we have, whether maximum employment or low and stable uh, or low interest rates, can't be accomplished. So that's an absolute imperative for us. Williams is joined on the hawkish front by his fellow policymakers James Bullard and Loretta Mester, who are pushing for hiking faster to try to tame inflation quickly. The markets are listening. Bets on the Fed's policy rate almost fully pricing in quarter point increases at each of the central bank's next three meetings after the publication of the Fed minutes yesterday. Now, Apollo is in talks to inject $750 million to support First Boston. That's Credit Suisse's much publicised investment banking spin-off. Bloomberg understands that the asset manager's commitment may be matched by the Zurich-based lender, giving First Boston roughly $1.5 billion in capital. Sources say that Apollo is also in separate discussions about buying a stake in the new venture, but a deal is yet to be agreed on either front. Credit Suisse's shares hit a record low this week on reports of an investigation into outflow claims made by the Swiss lenders' chairman. Here in the UK, if Rishi Sunak can get a new deal on post-Brexit trading rules for Northern Ireland, it could unlock billions in business investment. That's according to one of Chancellor Jeremy Hunt's economic advisors, Karen Ward. She made the comment in an interview with us here on Daybreak Europe. UK business investment is about the same level that it was in 2016. Uh, The likes of France and Spain, those numbers are around 20% higher. So it would be really meaningful. And of course, with investment then solves all the other economic ills that we have, which is low productivity, low real wages, 
um, fiscal drag. Uh, so it, it really is the secret source for economists' business investment. Karen Ward is J.P. Morgan's European Chief Market Strategist. Now the United States says that it has warned China about providing Russia with weapons and other lethal aid for the war in Ukraine. Washington is increasingly vocal in its support. It comes as President Biden says that Vladimir Putin was wrong to suspend a key nuclear pact this week. Not very responsible. And... Uh, but I don't read into that that he's thinking of using nuclear weapons or anything like that. I think it's a, I'm not sure what else he was able to say in his speech at the moment. But I think it's a mistake. Biden spoke to ABC News and also said that he doesn't believe Russia is planning to use nuclear weapons. Vladimir Putin has signalled that he is looking to Xi Jinping to broker a peace plan with the Chinese leader now said to be planning a trip to Moscow. The data suggests that only 12% of fund managers in the UK are women. Now, veteran investor Helena Morrissey is setting her sights on tackling the lack of women in top finance jobs. As part of a special report, Morrissey has been speaking to us about her new Pathway programme and why diversity efforts so far have failed to move the needle. I do think there's an image problem that um, people look and they think, oh, fund management's not for me. It'll be very isolated to be a woman. It's kind of macho environment. And I think there is still, though, a bit of a sort of cultural impediment as well. I think men, many men now, especially in our industry, really are just as frustrated as the women that we're not seeing more progress. And Morrissey's programme is currently working with 60 women from 33 firms in a bid to increase gender diversity across senior positions in finance. We'll bring you our full in-depth report into Helena Morrissey's project a little later. Yeah, um, it's going to be great. And it was a very interesting interview being able to speak to Helena Morrissey in person. She's done so much in her career, uh, you know, in terms of advising government, uh, managing money, writing books, podcasts, I mean, everything. She's she's done so many things. So really fascinating. Also in the week, of course, that we had that data about a record number of women beginning and opening businesses in the UK last year. So I think that's going to be really interesting. Also, though, other things that I'm thinking about today um, on the political front but it's economic really mm. the Labour leader Keir Starmer is promising a long term plan to fix Britain's public services but also supposedly in a speech that he's going to give in Manchester he's going to talk about a pledge, an economic growth pledge if the Labour Party wins the next general election uh, we've got to pay a bit more attention I think to what Keir Starmer has to say Yeah well certainly it's certainly that's what business has been doing anyway and that's what we've been hearing for, for quite some time from several senior business leaders that they are watching very closely to see what policies are being pushed by Keir Starmer and critically how they differ from what the Conservatives are proposing because there's a lot of question about how different uh, certain of those key policies are as well. Yeah, five bold missions apparently, that's what we're going to hear about. Um, to boldly go. Uh, yes, exactly. Many jokes uh, possible but but no, all on the serious matter of how to get the UK economy kick-started. Okay, coming up next, Meta may swing the axe months once more. BT calls Hunt's tax rate drastically anti-investment and research suggests women are working two months for free. The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. 
Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Now, the paper review on Bloomberg Daybreak Europe. The news you need to know from today's papers. And Leanne Gaines joins us this morning. The Washington Post has the headline that Meta could cut thousands of jobs after the CEO predicted no more layoffs. Leanne Gaines, what's going on? Caroline Hepke, good morning to you. So according to the Washington Post, Meta is preparing for thousands of job cuts, and that's beyond the 13% of its workforce that were fired back in November. Human resources, lawyers, financial experts, and also top executives are said to be drawing up plans, and that's to deflate the company's hierarchy. So Meta is planning to push some leaders into lower-level roles, flattening the layers of management between the CEO Mark Zuckerberg and the company's interns. So other managers may, up en- overse- may end up overseeing a higher number of employees. And this article is suggesting they could end up leaving because of this. So lots of people could go because they're not mm-hmm. happy with having more people under them. And Zuckerberg did sought to reassure workers, and that was last year, that he didn't anticipate more layoffs. And that was after the company slashed 11,000 jobs back in November. But earlier this month, Zuckerberg proclaimed that 2023 was the year of efficiency and he's promising investors he would trim middle management and speed up the company's decision making when it comes to certain things. So there we go. We're hearing from the Washington Post that Meta is preparing for thousands of job cuts beyond what they did back in November. Yeah, Very interesting to see how these companies that have grown so quickly are now readjusting themselves uh, for a slimmer future. Let's turn to the Telegraph next, Leanne. Hunt's tax rate is drastically anti-investment, warns BT. Yes, apparently Hunt is on an economic cliff edge, if you read this article in the Telegraph. And the telecoms company BT is joining a growing opposition to the proposed increase in corporation tax. And that rate is meant to go up in April from 19% to 25%. And I do know that we have discussed this quite a lot in our paper reviews and in a report that was published yesterday, Simon Loth, he's the BT CFO, says Jeremy Hunt will send Britain into a drastically anti-investment direction if he goes ahead with a planned increase in corporation tax. So pretty hard-hitting words. According to the Telegraph, higher taxes are posing a risk to growth mm. as hopes rise in the city, Caroline, that we could avoid a possible recession. Analysts at City previously predicted inflation would hit 18% this year. However, they now expect it to fall back to 2.3% by November, and that's closer to the BOE's 2% target. But the Chancellor is vowing to push ahead with these planned tax rises despite an improving picture for the finances here in the UK. And he, the um, CFO yeah. from BT, is not the only one encouraging Jeremy Hunt to cut well, this measure. His own 
Conservative MPs are too, some of them. Yeah, well, look, it's big business, but it's also small business. Everybody wants to have their, their taxes cut, um, you know, in terms of business rates, but also the kind of top-level corporation tax. Uh, interesting, the pressure, the, uh, the chance is under. Just lastly, the Guardian headline reads, Women work two months for free, reveals TUC analysis. Well, Caroline, I wonder how we feel about this. So new research reveals a 15% pay gap that widens dramatically, and that's after women actually have children in the workplace. So women also work for free for nearly two months a year, according to this fresh analysis from the Trades Union Congress. Women in paid employment earn on average 29684 a year. Now, that's compared with the 35260 a year earned by men. The TUC said this meant women on average effectively work free for 54 days. Jeremy Hunt, once again, will mention him, the Chancellor is under pressure to to fund more free childcare in his budget, Caroline, on the 15th of March. And this is really amid growing evidence that a chronic worker mm. shortage has been exuberated by mothers being just priced out of the workplace. And that has helped fuel inflation. So this is yeah. another push for Jeremy Hunt to add something into his budget and really think about free childcare well, when it gets to having women back in the workplace. Also, I do think we have to be careful by saying free childcare Okay, it's not really free at point of delivery. Mm -hmm. It is simply that the government kind of... Um uh, it's a subsidy, essentially. It's a subsidy, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. It's not just free hours. It's much more nuanced and caveated than that. But having said that, this is also the drumbeat around the budget, right? Lots of the think tanks, sort of perhaps the more left-leaning ones, if you like, want to see the target of government help on mothers getting them back into the workforce, not the over-50s who have retired early, which is the other labour problem in the UK. Yeah, but it, it, it would be very interesting if the tight labour market were to produce this sort of advance, which would help so many more families with young children to make the incredibly high cost of childcare more affordable. Yeah, I mean, look, the UK, very expensive versus the OECD countries versus the rest um, of Europe. Yeah, and it's also, I think, the argument quite interesting around incremental increase in the number of hours that people work, not just getting them back in the workforce, mm. but it's the number of hours people do the job for. Thanks, Leanne Gerrans. Well, we're going to look now at a different push for gender parity, this time in the city uh, among a particular part of the finance industry. Caroline, you've been looking into this. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people were quite shocked, disappointed, angry even, when the figures for fund management in the UK came out at the end of last year. Basically, the number of women managing money in the City of London has barely moved in six, seven, eight years. CityWire shows that actually about 12 12% of fund managers are female in the UK. So this kind of um, has triggered a new programme from a veteran investor. This is Helena Morrissey, who is the chair of the Diversity Project. And she's spending this year with her team training up 60 women to try to get what she calls senior fund management roles, i.e. named roles, you know, being the named account on, on a fund giving them training over the course of a year, in person, online. So I was speaking to Helena Morrissey. I spoke to some of the mentees, some of the mentors who are trying to get these women. Uh, and I was also sort of talking to, to Morrissey about why she thinks that the numbers haven't moved for so long.
the Northern Line. I've been commuting to the city of London on this train for decades, raised in the era of Margaret Thatcher and the city's Big Bang. Women thought that we'd be making the decisions by now and getting the rewards. But how wrong we were, the reality is that only 12% of UK fund managers are women. The person who's been at the vanguard of advancing women in the city is Helena Morrissey. Dame Helena, former CEO of Newton Investment Management, ex-chair of AJ Bell. She's advised the government and has a seat in the House of Lords. She's now putting her considerable contacts book and profile to work to get more women managing money. I do think there's an image problem that um, people look and they think, oh, fund management's not for me. It'll be very isolated to be a woman. Um, it's kind of macho environment. And I, and I think there is still, though, a bit of a sort of cultural impediment as well. Um, I think men, many men now, in, especially in our industry, really are just as frustrated as the women that we're not seeing more progress. So is this Morrissey's more muscular approach to diversity? I love your expression, Caroline, muscular, because, you know, it should feel very robust. It should be like a, you've got a business objective here. Let's improve diversity of talent. Let's make sure that um, people are included when they join, if they're diverse, and let's achieve better results for our clients. Mentoring some 60 women over a year sounds modest, smaller than the intake at a big investment or law firm. There are around 1,600 UK fund managers, but only about 200 women in all. You could fit all of those women on a single London underground tube train seated. So is Morrissey's legacy achievable? You know, they used to call me a veteran. Now a legacy, I'm like beyond the grave next. I mean, I hope this is not sort of, you know, my parting shot. But I've always said, you know, I really don't want to leave this industry until it looks and feels very different. And for me, that means that we have, you know, as many women in it as men. And um, say people expect if they have a fund manager to come and visit them and if they're a client, they have just as much expectation it's going to be a woman as a man. And that's not the case now. Meet the mentors and what they hope to pass on. My name is Rosie McMillan. I work at Fidelity International, where I'm the Director of Portfolio Management. To say it's been an easy ride would, would, would be a, a lie. It's a case of changing mindsets, changing habits, changing deeply rooted beliefs and opening people's eyes to possibility. If gender diversity has stalled, ethnic diversity is even worse. My name is Amatunde Lawal and I work at Bearings. I'm the head of EM Corporate Debt at Bearings. I think there are certain circumstances and certain situations you find yourself in as a female portfolio manager, a female fund manager, and you feel you're swimming against the tide. I've got the intersectionality of being an ethnic minority as well as a female. And I see that come through in my own journey. Ellen Mann is a mentee. She's studying to become a chartered financial analyst, a Cambridge graduate in Japanese. She's working at Jupiter Asset Management. I'd started my career during lockdown. So I'd right. spent uh, uh, almost two years working pretty much by myself. Oh. So I just was really excited to honestly meet other people getting started and, and hear from them. I've joined a team where my... Uh, my line manager, is someone very committed to the mentor role already. So you've got a male mentor? Yes. The idea of having a mentor and the kind of check-ins with them and providing some guidance on, on how do you 
support someone in those career goals, I think that's very valuable, especially from the kind of gendered perspective. So cautious optimism then, because the numbers truly are embarrassing. CityWire totted up 562 new funds launched in the UK in 2022, but only 10% are being managed by women. It's hard, though, not to be swept up by Helena Morrissey's determination. But in the 20 years that I've been covering finance, the sector has seen little change. Helena and others have a battle to move fund management forwards. I'll leave the final word, though, to Ellen. I'm hopeful, but I think my hopefulness is very much in the context of being lucky enough to be around a team who are very supportive and to have a kind of first boss who has been extremely supportive and wants me to to flourish. This is Bloomberg Daybreak Europe, your morning brief on the stories making news from London to Wall Street and beyond. Look for us on your podcast feed every morning on Apple, Spotify and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can also listen live each morning on London DAB Radio, the Bloomberg Business app and Bloomberg.com. Our flagship New York station is also available on your Amazon Alexa devices. Just say, Alexa, play Bloomberg 1130. I'm Caroline Hepke. And I'm Stephen Carroll. Join us again tomorrow morning for all the news you need to start your day, right here on Bloomberg Daybreak Europe. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.